Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey guys, I'm Kaylee Shore, and this is Too Much To Say. Alright, I'm back in Nashville after going to LA for a couple weeks. I had a lot of fun, wrote some really great songs, came back to Nashville and it was exactly like I thought it would be um, and how I talked about on last week's episode. It's like completely open, which is really jarring, but really fun. And um, I played a show on Monday this week. Uh, at this place called Winners and it's a show called Whiskey Jam. They do it every Monday and it was one of the first shows that was like full capacity. I haven't played with a band that much at all in the past year. I mean like who has, but it was really, really awesome to get to play songs off the EP that are um, coming up and then also to play Amy full band for the first time, which is crazy because it's been out since February. So it was really, really, really awesome. And uh, thank you guys so much for all the love on three by three. I can't wait for you to hear the other two. But uh, if you haven't checked it out, I just released a covers EP of Fly by the Chicks. I did three of my favorite songs on that album. And if you guys want uh, to check it out, you can click the link in the description of this podcast. So on this week's episode, I'm super excited because LA came to Nashville and um, my best friend Cora, who I met, I, I met here in Nashville briefly. She moved to LA and that's where we really became friends, which is so hilarious. But she actually just moved to Nashville again and she's living with me, which is super fun. And uh, since we've both had the experience of dating in both LA and Nashville, I thought we'd do a little episode talking about the differences between the two and the similarities and horror stories. And we have a ton. I feel like her and I have so much in common. She's also a singer songwriter, but we also have a big sign 
on our chest that say, hey, um, do something ridiculous on the first date. So I thought I'd bring her on to share some stories. And without any further ado, Cora Jane Sugarman, everybody. Thank you so much. Hi. Hi. This is uh, the first podcast I've done in quite a while. What was the last one you did? Actually, I think it was also about dating (laughs) with Susan Ruth. Oh, fun. Yeah. On her podcast called Hey Human. So if you want to listen to my perspective on dating four years ago versus now after this, um, we'll uh, put that link. No, we won't. I think, we sh- I think we should. I'll tweet it. Put that link below. No. Um, Check out the link in the description. I think if you search Cora Sugarman in the iTunes store, it comes up. Amazing. So what do you think is the main difference between you dating now and four years ago? Aside from, you know, a global pandemic. Um, I don't want to say like more jaded because that's not really positive. <laughs> but is it true? But kind of. Um, <laughs> or just like a little bit wiser, maybe. Um, I had my first like really devastating heartbreak, um, with a guy in LA and I think it just like wisened me up a little bit to not rushing into things and also just like taking things at face value. Like if you, you know, get that ping of like, oh, that doesn't feel good or that might be a red flag. It probably is. Sorry like, to be the bearer of bad news. If he wants to, he will. Right. Yeah. Right. I saw this tweet and it was like, if you guys have seen you, that is great proof that if he wants to, he will. I'm like, well, he's a serial killer, but all right. <laughs> it's kind of his psychosis that wants to. But sure. <laughs> so there's like, I mean, when you first move to a city as a single millennial, one of the first things you do is get on a dating app and I've talked about this before, but I didn't have any experience with dating apps until 23 and I'd already lived in Nashville for a while. So that made it weird because I knew nearly everybody and it was more just like a, like a, like a debutante ball via my phone being like, I'm <laughs> single now. Who's ready to court me? <laughs> like, I know. I feel like, like as, an announcement. I feel like as soon as you get on Tinder or any other dating app, like you're going to start seeing those people out and about if you go out places like music venues and stuff which i do and well we literally yeah. just saw a guy that you'd matched with on there yeah in like printer's alley this past weekend yeah we were like walking down the road or whatever you call that area um it's like a little Just sketchy alley yeah it's like an alley it's kind of cute it feels it has some charm it, it has feels, some like you know yeah. slight like murder alley charm to it yeah it's like a little bit like vegasy not really but just like it's a nightlife kind of place. And, um, I had been talking to this guy and recognized him just like standing there talking to somebody else. <laughs> and then like, we just like kept walking because uh, it was like, we've had too many beverages to I try to <laughs> introduce ourselves right now. Yeah. And like, I haven't actually met him yet in person. So it was a little bit like, okay, maybe I do need to delete Tinder. Uh, you know? Hey, it's a Cora <laughs> from the internet. <laughs> I actually, used tinder for a little bit right after my breakup in like summer of 2018 and i remember it was cma fest week and i was out at red door and i was wearing the same overalls like they were like checkered print overalls they they're cuter than they sound i swear i think i've seen them they are cute thank you thank you but i was wearing them and they were they were the same ones i was wearing in my tinder photo Mm -hmm. and so these guys like at a table who i guess multiple of them had seen me on tinder started chanting my name no yeah and they were like so one of them was like oh my god it's kaylee from tinder and i was like it's also kaylee from country music but okay um (laughs) 
what the fuck and i had like this was literally the first week i was ever on tinder in my entire life and so i like immediately deleted it and then from then on only use dating apps in LA because I was yeah. just so freaked out by Nashville and it's just, I don't know. It's so weird. And then if like a friend of yours saw you on there and yeah. then you're like, Oh yeah. So you on Tinder or swiped right. I'm like, I swiped Ooh. left. Oh, <laughs> like cool. what are you supposed to do? Oh, say hi next time. Not, <laughs> but I feel like regionally Tinder is totally specific. Like back Definitely. in my hometown, Oh my God. I like had to, I had to look at dating apps in my hometown. Cause I was like, who is on here? It's so entertaining to find out. I saw my, my like sixth grade boyfriend and he like did the like super like on me. So I'd see it. And I was oh, like, no. Oh no. Did you like him back? No, <laughs> no. He, he, uh, he is, um, I think he may have peaked in sixth grade. Oh yeah. Well, at least you got him at his best. Yeah. You know, it's like that Jana Kramer song. Oh my God. <laughs> she got the. You literally got the boy. I'm so. not sure if that's the point of the song, Cora, but you're not that far off. Um, but like LA guys on mm-hmm. dating apps, they all think that traveling is a personality trait. Like just cause you I went know. somewhere interesting, it doesn't mean that you're interesting. I know they're always like 32 countries and count it and then like the plane emoji and it's like congrats bro (laughs) taking off and then they're always like there's um oh my god there's a prompt on hinge Mm -hmm. and it's like tell me your craziest traveling story and like it's always some guy being like the time I lived in a van for six months and met a shaman in the middle of Alaska and she showed me God And then it's like, okay, but you still cheat on your girlfriend. Like, yeah. How do you have that big of a spiritual experience? Like, I know you're a fuck boy. Also, like, where do you go from there? Like you as a new person participating in their, in their story. Like, what are you supposed to ask them about that? How was the van? Was, what was the climate? How was the shaman? Yeah. Was she cool? (laughs) Is God a woman? Like, Yeah, yeah. Let us know. Um, but then in Nashville, it's, oh my God, it's always, I tweeted about this before and it's about a very specific man that I, I met on a dating app, but he was in a band and like the band wasn't bad. I'd like to preface that, but I'm going to roast him in every other sense yeah, um, for right sure. now. And yeah, I mean, I'll do that too. Yeah. Well, yeah. okay. So, I, but I'd like to just say his music was not bad, mm-hmm. but he was in this band and like they were always practicing, but never really doing anything. And I was kind of confused as to like what he did for a living, then realized it was like kind of a mom dad situation. And I think he was just like a little too old for that. I don't know. It was, it was weird. Not my business, but I was like, right. You know, he's talking about this band and they posted a picture. Um, and it was like, who would come see us on tour? And I'm like, that's from the one show you played three (laughs) years ago. And like, no one commented and said, we'd come see you on tour. And I was just like, oh my God. But then he would like use that as such a reason to like, he'd be like, well, I just like, I don't know. Like, I just don't think I can be in a relationship right now. Cause I'm really focusing on the band. I'm like, what are you doing with the band? Smoking weed in your like $500,000 home that you didn't pay for? Like, what are you in the band doing? Yeah, that and is that's a, Nashville. That is a good question. I think like the biggest differences are there's a lot more guys on Tinder that are dads that are like oh, my age. Yeah, yeah. 
um obviously you know la needless to say fuck boys don't want to be dads so there just aren't as many and if they are they're not gonna tell you they are no they're not not gonna tell you no it'll be like third date they'll be like by the way there's this like amazing girl who's also really close to my heart no i'm kidding that that has not happened to me but it's not like out of the question her name's mckinley (laughs) l-e-i-g-h no but it's like it's so much smaller even though Nashville does feel like a big city, it's so much smaller than LA. So like it feels like that on Tinder or hinge or whatever you're using. Um, and I don't know. I think that with Tinder in LA, you're going to see a lot more people that are just like blatantly like, ah, I want to hook up tonight. And it's like, (laughs) okay, good for you. So bold. (laughs) like how many no, women take them up on the offer like only only someone who's really depressed yeah no i i once actually chatted with a guy who seemed fine and then he was like well we should get together sometime and i was like okay sure um like i'm free these nights or whatever and he was like oh i was thinking more like like maybe like a coffee shop or something and i was like okay and um oh i think i remember this guy yeah and then he was like um you know actually well i was like he it seemed like he wanted me to come over he was like i got a really nice deck at my place like a really nice new deck and i was like okay good for you (laughs) and then i was like yeah i'm not gonna just come to your house like i'd rather meet at like a public place and he was like oh there's a coffee bean and tea leaf right across the street from my place and i was like i'm gonna pass Because he was like trying to lure you back to his home via a, a latte. Yeah, like him meeting me in public. That that was the extent of what he was willing to do. I had this one time where there was this guy, and um, he was famous on Twitter. Oh, good. Yeah, um, he was really funny mm-hmm. on Twitter, and like we'd matched on a dating app. I'd kind of forgotten about him, and then I saw him like on a viral tweet, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's that guy! He's actually oh. kind of hot, really funny." Yeah. So I like. Um, I had his number from when we'd matched and I was like, Hey, like, not sure if you remember me, it's Kaylee, but like just saw your tweet reminded me that you're kind of hot. We should like hang out. <laughs> and then apparently he has like, um, a stomach issue that he like can't really drink alcohol. Oh. And so we go out and he was like, Oh my God, this is like my first beer in eight months. And no. I was like, is that, okay? is that okay? Like, should you be doing that? And he was like, yeah, yeah, it'll be fine. And I guess he had like, um, like a medical marijuana like prescription yeah. or something like that. I don't know. But he was like, I don't really drink. I just prefer to smoke. And I was like, oh, cool. Um, I can't smoke. Yeah. I become a just shell of a human being. Like, I'm so paranoid. I think, like, yeah. I have a really crazy response. I think it's because of its reaction with my antidepressants. Oh, but got it. I just, like, cannot smoke weed. Yeah. But I knew that this guy was a huge stoner and that he wanted to, like, get a drink and then go back to his house. And yeah. we had enough mutual friends that I was like, I don't think he's going to be weird. Right. Um, but I knew he wanted to smoke weed and I didn't want to be lame. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I'm pretty much always like, oh, no, thanks, I'll pass. You don't want to see, hi, Kaylee, she's really weird. <laughs> and um, <laughs> gets really existential and then really anxious and then eats an entire bag of family size tortilla chips and then goes to sleep that's what i was like when i first like when i first smoked weed in like high school college i was so unhappy every time and then my friends would always be like come on like you're so funny when you're high and i'd be like okay i'll have a little and then i would just go into this like paranoid (laughs) spiral i had to be like alone in a hammock yeah thinking about the last 10 years Yeah, no, exactly. And so I knew that that was what I was going to do, but I didn't want to be lame. So I have this um, beverage 
like it's like a mixed drink, like a powder yeah. that if you take too many edibles, it helps you come down oh. and it gets you like on high. And that. I like used it one time on my friend who was like freaking out at a party. And I was like, Oh my God, guess what I have? I have a thing that makes you on high. And it was like the best, like Kaylee drunk mom moment ever. Wow. But so knowing I was going to be smoking weed and knowing that I did not want to be high, yeah. I took a water bottle full of this beverage. And every time I take a hit, I'd like chug a bunch of it. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, that dank weed man. And like, we just sat there watching this horrible TV show. I think it was the Eric Andre show. Okay. And I don't know if you've seen it. I think I tried to once. It's horrific. Like it is so, it was so stupid. And, and then him and his roommate are laughing and then I leave their house. Nothing happens. No kiss. Good night. Whatever. I was like, this guy's kind of like a, a man child, like a really sweet one totally fine but um his roommate dms me the next day and is like hey uh so good seeing you last night like do you remember when we matched on tinder last year and i was like no oh no because i'm sure that like twitter guy was like hey i'm really not that into her and he was like oh like is it cool if i do and then he yeah oh my god passed off to the roommate and i was like no thank you oh that's nice yeah it was um (laughs) it was really bizarre it was yeah. really bizarre. But so there are certain things that can only happen yeah. in when you're dating in LA and when you're dating in Nashville. Yeah. And um I think God, my LA stories are just they're so hard to condense. <laughs> I, know, I mean, there's same. definitely the time that I dated a former D-list Disney Channel star turned com- comedic rapper. That was uh that was a time. Yeah. We wrote a lot of songs about that one. Yeah, we got we got some really good songs out of that. Actually, we wrote this song called LAX, and this is sums up my uh, LA dating experience with this guy. And uh, we're going to play a little bit of that right now. How do I entertain a boy made in Hollywood? Because I can't get him as high as the Molly could. And every night he goes out like he just. 21, even his emotional baggage is from Louis Vuitton. I ain't gonna unpack it. Gotta find better bad habits. One, two, three. I don't need another LAX. All they ever do is make me stressed. Yeah, he's hot, but he's a hot, hot mess. Always messing with my head. So next time that I catch a flight, I'll save myself the drama I so yeah that pretty much explains all of it but yeah only (laughs) only in la can you date a d-list disney channel star yeah no it's true it's there's always just like some random random celebrity or like quasi celebrity going on around you even know if he was he just kind of complained he'd be like i lose like a thousand followers a month and i was like no. oh my god yeah wow like, well maybe it's because of the weird shit you post i wish i could like comment something more specific but i'm not going to <laughs> no um no incriminating details there's no. so many d-list disney channel stars yeah. there's so many y'all will never guess who it is no and it's like you don't need to like grab your crotch you know with like weird pants on while wearing a beanie inside. I don't know. It's so. <laughs> and that again does not narrow it down anymore, Cora, because no, that's like every guy now.
Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers... Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. It's true. So what are your only in LA stories? Um, well, one that stands out is a guy, I think I met him on Bumble and this was like probably like four or five years ago. Um, we met up. I remember his photos were a little bit like, oh, he could potentially be attractive, but I'm not sure. And then, but I was kind of in that phase where if somebody like asked me to like go out and be like okay sure free food <laughs> i've been there not even actually unfortunately <laughs> but um we so we met up at this um bar called harvard and stone which is like east hollywood and um we like went inside and it was super super loud because there was this band starting to play so we couldn't even really talk to each other so he was like well do you want to like walk down the street and find something else and i was like okay sure and there really wasn't anything else except for Jumbo's clown room. So oh. we went in there. And Jumbo's clown room, for those who don't know, is a burlesque club um, with lots of pretty ladies on poles. And you just get ones and just like throw them on but stage all like night. clothed. Yeah, they're not. It's not like Barely, a but they're, yeah. strip club. It's like an actual burlesque club. That's actually, I think it's been in L.A. for a really long a really time. A long time, yeah. Yeah. Um, and you've been there. And, um, so we're just like, we're just like, you're just like, no, that I've been there. I've never told you that, but okay. Continue. No, I think you did. Right. 
No, probably not. It just says it on my face. It's like this bitch has been to Jumbo's Clown. I'm, I thought that you guys had like a night there. No, well, that was the body shop. Oh, the okay. one that the Motley Crue song's about. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we're like, you know, just catching up, talking at the bar while he's like, "Do you want some ones?" And I'm like, "Okay." So I'm like, you know, turning around every couple of minutes to just like toss ones at the stage while we're just like chatting and getting to know each other. And I already knew I was not interested in this person, but it was just like a really funny way to meet somebody. Mm-hmm. And then when it was time to leave, we're like walking down the street and, um, and I had this song at the time on, um, SoundCloud called Tinder, <laughs> ironically. Amazing. And one of the lyrics is like, uh, later we'll make out in the darkness of your car. And he was like, so you don't want to make out in the darkness of your car. And I was like, uh, uh, no, <laughs> I was like, I think I'm feeling more of a friend connection with you. And then, um, so we like went our separate ways. It was one of those times where I was like, oh, it feels so good to be by myself. <laughs> like when you get into the car and you're just like alone and you can like soak it in. Um, and then he friended me on Facebook for some weird reason. And I guess we had been talking about like museums and stuff. Cause I love going to museums and, I'm an art history major (laughs) and um (laughs) and he sent me this Facebook message that was like ha ha since you don't want to fuck me maybe we can (laughs) maybe we can go to an art gallery sometime (laughs) what (laughs) I mean that's aggressive (laughs) come on what a wild ride I've I've had some really weird first dates like that there was this one guy um, I think this is kind of sim- like my equivalent of that story. Yeah. But there was this one guy, he was a fashion designer. I met him on this um, app called Raya, which yeah. is like um, a dating app for, they call it creatives, creatives, but like you literally like have to be verified and have like a certain number of followers. Yeah. And it's all like very secretive. Like if you take a screenshot, it alerts the like authorities. And then it's like, <laughs> if you do this one more time, you'll get like booted, booted. Yeah. <laughs> Reported or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And there's like some like, you're the first rule of Raya is you don't talk about Raya, but like there's some super, super, super famous people in there. Yeah. And the whole thing's really fascinating. Um, anyway, so I met this guy on there. He's a fashion designer, super successful, seemed really cool, creative, whatever fun. Um, Oh, we get to this place. We went to this place called, um, it was like a talk, a really nice taco place, like near the Phoenix in Hollywood. And so we, we get there and there's a, like a wait and we didn't have reservations and he got really sassy with the waitress because there was a wait. And I was like, I don't care. Let's just like go get a margarita and like, wait, it's not a big deal. And he was like, Oh, they should just know who I am. And I was like, I don't even know who you are. And I've like looked, I don't even know what your brand is that you design. I don't oh want, yeah. And so he gets testy and I was like, no, it's fine. I'm like, yeah. I'm totally cool. And I think he was like trying to like, I interpreted it as he was like trying to make sure I had a good time. So he got testy because he was like, wanted to impress me. And I was like, no dude, I'm fine. Like, let's just like, yeah. take a shot and whatever. Right. Um, so we have a margarita and then we finally get seated at this table and there's like a giant like ornate skull centerpiece in the and he's like, I'll steal this for you right now. And I was like, no, I don't really want... Is that what's in the bathroom? No, that, oh. I bought that at <laughs> fucking Marshall's. No, um, no, that would be hilarious. And honestly, maybe I should have let him take it because like it would be of no... It would be no skin off my back no. and I'd have a great story. Exactly. But anyways, 
the date goes on, whatever. He ends up like kissing me. We went to a bar after and he was like definitely interesting enough that I was like, I'm enjoying having a conversation with this person. Yeah. But then he like got really handsy and we were like in a bar and like, like, I am so sorry to be so graphic. I I know that like my aunt listens to this, but like there wasn't even any tongue involved in the kissing. And then he just like gets like real handsy. And I was like, what? Oh my God. I mean, I'd say buy me a drink first, but it's like maybe like buy me dinner first, you know, or ask, you know, or ask, do you mind if I put my, and so I literally just like, I snacked it away and I was like, Hey, um, Mm, let's bring it down a little bit. And he just laughed and I was like, it's not funny. How old was he? Um, I was 25. He was probably 28. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but so I just like, after that, I was like, oh my God, this guy's kind of a douchebag. Yeah. And so he had wanted to go to dinner the other night and I ended up, or the night, like two nights later. And I think I ended up bailing on him to hang out with you. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. I love that. And so this is like <laughs> beginning of January in 2020. And one of the last dates I went on before I met Sam, my, my boyfriend. Uh, so I was like super ready to meet the right guy at that point. But yeah, he had um, like, so I canceled on dinner and like, we didn't talk. I left LA. I think the last day I would have talked to him was like maybe like January 7th or something oh, like wow. somewhere in that, like, you know, first week of January. Yeah. And then um, he texts me. We did not talk at all between then. He texted me on Valentine's Day and said, happy Valentine's Day, smiley face. And I was like, did you text everybody in your phone that? Like, did you single me out? Like, was this like your last ditch effort? What the fuck? It was the most bizarre thing. So, yeah. And then my other LA story is there was, um, I was at this bar called No Vacancy, which is like my favorite place. And they're opening back up soon, Mm -hmm. which is awesome. Oh, yeah. Um but there was this guy and he was talking to me and I was like super like not about it. And when that happens, I typically like just lie and, and make up a name. Yeah. Honestly, it's usually Aubrey. And I tell people <laughs> that I'm a makeup artist. So I'm talking to this guy. I try to do that. And he was like, so what's your name? And I was like, Aubrey, like, or I think, I don't even think he asked me my name, which is, should have been warning sign number one, but I was right. like, Oh, I'm Aubrey. Like, he's like, Oh, what do you do? I'm like, I'm a makeup artist. And he was like, yeah, nice try. I work for your agency. And I know who you are. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. And I was like, I mean, I knew he was probably just like a junior assistant agent or whatever. But I was still like, that is such a bad look professionally. What an aggressive call out, though. Yeah. So what's your um, what are your Nashville dating stories? Well, well, first, the other L.A. one. And this is going to be really quick because Mm. it's not there's not a lot to it. But I had met this guy who is a comedian. And, um, and that has happened more than once. There's less comedians in Nashville, but every guy in LA is a comedian. Every guy. Yeah. Yeah. And, or like an aspiring one. No one's more fucked up than a comedian. Nobody. And, um, we like went out and, um, after we, so after the first time we hooked up, um, I found out after the fact from our mutual friend that he was in an open relationship with his girlfriend that he was living with. Living with? Living with. Oh my God, that happened to me in Nashville. No. Oh my God, okay. So there was this guy and we met after a show. We're talking about Third Eye Blind, like super like connected with him. I'd known his name. Um, he's in the industry and does a lot of work for people that I know. Yeah. And we were definitely, definitely hitting it off and we're at a bar and like, 
one of I'm with one of his friends who's talking and he said something about like, oh, when was the last time you were in a relationship? And I was like, oh, like I've been single for like nine months. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I've been single for like three years. And then I look at the guy I was talking to trying to like, you know, get some info. So I'm like, well, so when was your last relationship, sir? And he was like, oh, well, um, I'm still in one. And I was like, oh, and he was like, but like, it's an open relationship. Like, and he kept saying open relationship, uh-huh. right? Right. Okay. And so I, I knew he had social media cause like I'd known him because of what he did in the industry. Like I'd seen him on, you know, posting and stuff. Yeah. And so I go to look at his Instagram and it's not there. And I was like, oh no. But like, again, given what he did for work, it would make zero sense that he deleted social media. Yeah. And so I was like, where is this guy? And then I like looked, um, like tried to find other profiles and like I knew like one of my friends had worked with him. So I went and I, I saw that he was tagged and I clicked his profile and it was like user not found, but it had his thing. So no. and then he blocked me just so you wouldn't see his girlfriend. No, or whatever. His wife and children. No, and I went to his Facebook, <gasps> and because I mean I couldn't see his Instagram, so then I was all in on this. I was like, "What the fuck?" And I was so horrified. And like looking at his social media and on like Facebook and his wife's stuff, I don't think they were in an open relationship. And why was he calling it a no. relationship and not a marriage? Open you know? marriage would have why been a little he, bit better. Why did he block me right. if he didn't want me to see that? Because he said yeah. open. He, it was like probably the kids. Yeah. And it was just the most weird thing ever. Yeah. And he didn't block me for any reason. I mean, he was definitely still trying to get with me by the time I left the bar that night. Wow. And I was just like so unenthused with that. And then I was playing a show. Um, I was playing the Opry and I saw his wife. <gasps> and I was just like, oh, girl. Oh, no. I know. And she was so nice to me. Oh. And I was like, I don't I don't know if it's my place to say that. If anybody right. has an opinion, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's like, not it's not my fucking business. And nothing happened. Yeah. Like I think I don't know. I always think about like what would I what would I do in that situation? I think yeah. if a guy had lied to me and we'd like hooked up, I would call the wife. Really? Yeah. 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 If there were kids involved, like That's fuck true. That. I yeah. probably would too. Definitely. I mean, like, you could this is just going way down a rabbit hole, but like, yeah. you could give your wife an STD. You know what I yeah, mean? Like exactly. that's, that's when you need to know about that. It's shit. just it's irresponsible just like a, on so many levels from a medical yeah. standpoint. No, 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 sir. Yeah. So anyways, that was bizarre. Yeah. I mean, but, I only found out about this guy's girlfriend because my friend who introduced us sent me a screenshot of his text to her being like, yo, bro talk. Cora knows I'm in an open relationship, right? No, that's your responsibility to communicate. <laughs> right. And like, I don't, I don't judge anybody for that. Like, I know that polyamory is like a very real sure. thing. Um, I don't think it's for me. No, I just, I don't. And I, and by not thinking it's for me, I also don't think that dating somebody who's, who's in that is for me because no. even if you're, it's just you and that one person. Yeah. They're still polyamorous. And so right. by association you are as well. So that is so true. And I really, you know, I actually thought that I was starting to like this guy and I was starting to get like really jealous of this other girl and it was just such a mess. But that's like, yeah. And then by him not communicating with you about yeah. that openly, like if you'd known before the first date, you might've either not gone or gone in with way lowered expectations. Yeah. But that's why like, it is absolutely your responsibility to communicate that. Yeah. That shit's so important. And that was in LA, right? Yeah. Yeah. That I feel like that's definitely more popular out there. Like I know yeah. a lot of people who are just like, oh yeah, open relationship. And I'm like, that's so cool. Uh, 
I honestly like I want to like tear my hair out every time I have to read somebody's bio that says they're ethically non-monogamous oh my god that's (laughs) such an LA thing (laughs) ethically non-monogamous or like there's nothing worse than when you start talking to someone yeah on like tinder or bumbler and this happens all the time yeah um and i don't know if it's just that i give off a vibe or something but they're like oh yeah like so by the way like i mean like it's totally cool if not but like me and my girlfriend are like looking for somebody (laughs) and i'm like oh no Uh, i don't want to be the third wheel it's also like tricycles are unnecessary there's also a threesome app called Mm -hmm. field (laughs) i'm not a sponsor but (laughs) Or they don't sponsor me. There's something for you. Don't. uh, Oh my God. Anyways. So this has been. (laughs) It's F-E-E-L-D. According to my other friend who is a comedian. So. Um, But yeah, Nashville. Nashville's Nashville's a mess. And so I actually, I have more LAXs now than I do Nashville exes. so funny. Because my Nashville fuckboy moved to LA. And he became an L.A. So fuckboy. wild. He's always had L.A. fuckboy energy. Yeah. So, like, honestly, I'm happy that he's able to live life as his truest self. But, For sure. yeah, I mean, his his Instagram has gotten progressively douchier as time has Ugh. gone on. But, yeah, I think the um, to sum up the epitome of dating in Nashville, though, uh, <laughs> I have this EP <laughs> coming out and it is uh, I'm so excited about it but there's a song on there that I wrote with my boyfriend Sam and then there's a song about him so and him and Candy <laughs> actually both have that because Aww. the um, so him and Candy both have songs on my project that yeah. they wrote and then they have ones that are about them but I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode thank you so much for tuning in if you have anything else you'd like to hear me and Cora talk about for 30 minutes please let me know um, yeah, you can we'll tweet me at Kaylee Shore and thank you guys so much for listening and stay tuned for the EP I'm so excited it's coming soon you guys are so great I'm Kaylee Shore and this is too much to say Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, 
You're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.